I've always loved um, stuff that's so dark that it's that it flips. It, it becomes beautiful, like it's almost like a sun shower. I love I love things that are it's so ridiculously one way that they point to the other. <laughs> it's so like like um like darkness and how it makes stars brighter. Um, I've written a lot of stuff that is like, for instance, one of my poems started off with "Get wasted shit on your life," but then it slowly turns around and it and it becomes something, and it becomes something different. And I tried to make it something that was more hopeful and beautiful. But um, a lot of people may have seen that as an instructional "Get wasted and shit on your life." And maybe, maybe it is in some kind of metaphorical kind of way, but I, for me, I'm just trying to write a vibe, create this overwhelming bullshit scenario, and, and then, and then completely, almost like whipping the tablecloth from underneath China, and it just just teetering and standing still. I love just one thing that points to the the other way in the same way that a lot of people on social media say I'm all about love and I'm all about understanding when they're actually not I almost feel like we live in the land of opposites these days and so no and everyone understands the land of opposites because they've had this this craziness this um this cognitive dissonance that we all have to live with where people are so big on their PR, personal PR on social media. They say, they say one thing about themselves, but they're actually doing the other. I've met a lot of people in real life who are so big on self-promoting themselves as really good people, but we're, we're fallible people. We're all, no one's, no one's perfect, but it's just it's just funny when someone wants to make it known to the world that they're this way rather than the other way. I think we can't help it. But we're also really beautiful. We're all we're pure spirits with this stupid ego human body and it's just the way it is. And because we live in a culture now where gen gen Z have been overprotected and brought up to not take risks and chances um, and that's mainly because of my generation being so overprotective of their kids to the point where it's you've got to be really careful and and not mess up and I, I love I love the idea of writing stuff where it says go go fuck your life up <laughs> I don't mean it I don't mean it literally but to um, cut through to a um, some heart levels, you have to almost be a bit hyperbolic and say just almost willfully crazy stuff. And it's, and for me, a lot of my favorite artists have lived their life willfully crazy from the sixties and the seventies when, and it's, and I've, for me, it felt like just giving yourself permission just to totally fuck up. And it felt like such a relief, like such a just such an unburdening I just as, as soon as I think that life's a stupid game it feels so much easier I remember mum trying to con- confuse and burden the shit out of us with saying Darby you've got we've got all, all these bills to pay look at this look how look how and I was only uh, 10 or something at the time and I thought oh life's so scary 
Yeah, I just I just love other artists or writers or people. They don't have to be artists at all. Who, who just say willfully stupid shit, and it just I just laugh. It makes me laugh so hard because it's it is life. Life is a stupid game, and it's so easy to forget, forget that. And for me, writing that deliberately willfully dark shit is almost almost trying to remind myself um, as much as anyone who bothers to read it. It's almost as if there's a fine line between recklessness and freedom or stupidity and courage. All these things, I feel like the best places are to play on the the edges and not in the middle, but there's also the danger of um, it can backfire. There's danger in that as well, but there's also so yeah so much gold because no one really wants to go there also it's kind of like when you hit rock bottom and you fall and you and you're on the ground and you realize that you're not dead it's like you've fallen as far as you can go and you and you're still there and you're still alive and yet and then you laugh because it's like oh <laughs> everything's everything's fine <laughs> this is the worst it can get I love that flip. I love the darkness makes stars brighter, all that sort of stuff. Um, and I guess I love that about a lot of Bukowski's stuff. You, a lot of people would call him a nihilist um, and quite dark. But I love, I love the optimism. Like he'll just go dark. He'll go nine tenths dark, one tenth light. But it makes that one tenth of light worth a hundred times as much of, yeah heaps more than all the darkness just because it's contrasted so viciously with all that darkness that it just it it gleams it's it's i love that and when you've got nine tenths something and one tenth something then you're playing on the edges that that balance of five parts and five parts is you're totally playing in the middle so when you go either all light with a pinch of darkness or all darkness with a pinch of light that's when I think that that's where the good stuff is, and I love, I love the balances of some of my favourite artists, who, like Adam Elliott, who's a, a filmmaker. He writes, he's he's naturally funny, and he writes really funny stuff. But there's always a sadness to a lot of his films. It's like nine parts funny, one part sadness, but that sadness is amplified because it is. For me, when I was a in my twenties, I was writing um, humor for the Chaser newspaper before it was a TV show, like in cartoon form. And I was writing, making cartoon gag cartoons for ink group greeting cards. But I found, as I got into my thirties, that satire and humor were just flat out ten out ten parts out of ten humor was just limiting because the world just became crazier and satire kind of felt dead because real life was satire so I started going from humor to into poetry I felt like that was finally a place where I could I could mix these two ingredients where of this dark this darkness of poetry nine parts darkness of poetry and one part funny funny shit or vice versa or whatever that's I felt like finally I'd, I'd found that weird mix. 
they often talk about framing in cinema using the rule of thirds, where if you're going to frame a horizon, it's going to be boring if it's straight through the centre. Um, so the the rule in inverted commas is to keep the horizon down just for a third to, that fills a third of the frame. And a lot of artists, you know, break that rule and do straight through the centre. And, that, and that's interesting because not many people do that anymore. But I feel like mixing these two ingredients is almost like the, that cinematic rule of thirds. But instead of dividing it, I'd say into thirds, divide it into tenths, nine parts something, one part the other thing. And then, yeah, for, for me, that's playing on the edges and that's, that's where magic shit happens. Thank you.